0: Welcome to Self-Discovery Radio, where the discovery of self is just a show away. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome to our brand new station, Self-Discovery discovery Radio. Why have we changed the name from PLV Radio? Is because every week we bring you a story that helps you discover a little bit more about yourself. These people have made that self-discovery and through that, in their enlightenment, in their embracement of who they are, and the wonderful tools and information they have for you, they can help you on the road of the discovery of self. And this is the reason why we changed the station from PLV Radio to Self-Discovery Radio, so you are in the right place if you clicked on PLV. We still have some wonderful shows for you. In fact, even better, we have a new look, and we have a new approach to what we're bringing to you. So to. Tune in every week to Self-Discovery Radio and discover stories like we have today. Now, under Their Story Matters, we bring you stories of people that are making a difference out of the world in the community. And this story today is certainly one that really warmed my heart. When I came across it, I thought, this is such a wonderful idea. Alice Billman decided that, uh, as a cancer survivor, that bringing people together in joy, not only raises the vibrations of the people that are coming together, but the people that are participants of it. So she decided to start the Heroines Choir. If you look at the poster, you will see all these wonderful women dressed in black with beautiful pink capes because they're heroines in their own lives. They've overcome cancer, most of them breast cancer. And instead of giving in to the disease or going, woe is me, yes, they've been through it, They know what it's like to survive it. They know what it's like to empower one another. But they got together with a choir and they get out there and they sing to uplift other people. Are they all professional singers? No. They sing from the heart and from the soul and from the sheer exuberance of life. And you feel it and you hear it when you listen to them. So we're going to find out. But uh, how this all came about, the story of what the choir is doing to everybody who listens to it and participates in it, and we have a participant um, in the choir, Marilyn Van Houten, and uh, she is a member of the choir, and um, obviously it means a great deal to her. So let's, without any further ado, bring on these ladies, Alice and Marilyn. Good morning, ladies. Hello. Good morning. And Alice, I'm I'm going straight to you first. This was um, your vision and why, you know, what was it? What, What little epiphany did you have on your journey as a survivor that bringing people together to sing would be part of the healing process?
1: Okay, well, the epiphany started when I was seven. Ah. Okay. I was, I was uh, you know, being raised and I spent most of my, my early childhood and my early life in Manhattan in the 70s, which was a very challenging place to be uh, during those times. And I was afforded the opportunity to learn dance. And dance later on throughout my life and even to this day afforded me the opportunity to break out of that environment, to explore the world, to explore myself, and to become really successful in a way that I could have never imagined. And that's what arts do. Mm -hmm. If you look at arts in general, not just choral singing, but all arts, you know, this is something that mankind has embraced since day one. How do we communicate with spirit? How do we make sense of this world that we're in? Well, we sing about it, we drum about it, we dance about it, we connect. And in a modern society where there is so much disconnect for a variety of reasons, political, financial, technical, so on and so forth, it's really important that we really reimmerse ourselves in our soul and in our true being, which is purely expressed through arts, always has been and always will be. And it's something that's getting more and more cut out of our society. And it's something that I want to keep in there, not only as... Uh, something that anyone can experience but specifically for these disadvantaged populations to rediscover themselves through art forms
0: and and I completely agree I mean um Everybody has a different type of art. It can be singing, it could be acting, it could be dancing, it could be the artist, the expressionist, the writer, but it's finding that art that allows you to, as you say, express your soul, express your heart, uh, because we need that expression. To deny it is to deny our very being.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And, and I love your exuberance there. Um, I, I was in Manhattan in the seventies, and it was actually at the time when the movie Fame came out, and okay. you literally saw people kind of start dancing yes. in the street because it was really right. contagious. Yep, my, actually,
1: I went to performing arts high school in
0: New York. Oh, but what a wonderful gift that would have been for sure. And I know this has been your path ever since, um, with multiple um, areas of of arts that you're doing, and uh, so. Um, Alice, did did you get cancer that led you down this particular path? What was the cancer journey there?
1: I myself am not a survivor of the disease of cancer. I've had other life-threatening illnesses. I've been in and out of the hospital for many, many, many years. Um, So I know what it is to not know if you're going to be around tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that really creates quite a different perspective about living. And this is why I call these women victors, not survivors. Because if you, you know, survivors are what animals do. They get through every day. They, they fulfill their quota to be able to, to survive through that day. But when you confront your mortality, you have a variety of choices. Now, obviously, there are the various stages that we've read in every the denial the anger so on and so forth but at some point hopefully you begin to have such a sense of appreciation for your life because you don't know how much longer you have to be there so all of a sudden all of this black and white living now becomes extremely colorful and extremely enriched so um you don't necessarily have to have cancer to be in this group but um what happens is through that sense of appreciation, you now want to really celebrate your life. So this heroine's choir is a response to those women who have gone through the various initial stages of the cancer experience and the trauma of that and have recognized, well, you know what, I've always wanted to do this and I've always wanted to do that. And then this this bucket list appears. Yeah. And for a lot of them, a lot of these childhood dreams was, I've always wanted to be on stage and perform. I've always wanted to sing. You know, but singing classes in terms of their cost, can be prohibitive, finding the right teacher, finding the right group, making sure that it's convenient. All of these things come into play, and it's so easy to put that on the back burner. Right, So here it's offered for free. It's offered conveniently. Our choir directress, as a matter of fact, has previously led the Miami Children's Chorus. So she treats us with the kind of compassion and patience that you would have child, which is what we need because these women are not singers. Now, some of them are very natural. They have gifted tonality. And so it's easier for them, but most of them don't. So the idea of, of learning something new after you're, you know, then these are women. I you know, um, we've had some teenagers in there, but they're predominantly the thirties through fifties. So to be able to learn a new skill uh, at, at this age, well, you know, what happens? Obviously, we go to school, we go to college, we go out, we create families for ourselves. This idea of learning new things is no longer in the forefront of our lives once we start to mature. So this brings us back to that fresh experience of invigorating our lives with new information. That in and of itself. Is very rehabilitative. Now the idea of of overcoming chemo brain, you know, this fog that you get with the memory loss is now actually being impacted because you're creating new synaptic connectors by virtue of learning music, memorizing choreography, lyrics, this sort of thing. So it's like, oh my God, I don't I don't think I can do this. Most of the women come in, I don't think I can do this, but let me just see what it's about. And over time, assuming that they are consistent, they start to really, really evolve. And it's there's nothing more empowering than seeing that person who was in such denial and with such lost confidence turn into this empowered songstress and we've sung for over sixty-eight thousand people to date
0: wow that's quite a number that's quite a number marilyn i'm coming to you right now because you're somebody who's joined this choir uh just give a a quick little background on you know what was your journey to the choir
2: okay i was uh diagnosed in oh five Uh, with triple negative, uh, which is a very aggressive uh, phenotype of breast cancer. And I went through the harsh treatments, um, the chemo, radiation, um, and I came out feeling um, that I wanted more. Um, And as Alice said, everything in my life seemed more colorful. In, including actually walking out in the morning and seeing flowers differently. It wasn't the light. It was my my way of looking at things had definitely changed. And, and I did have a very scary experience with lots of side effects. Um, I ended up in the hospital with, um, with neutropenic fever, which is very dangerous. Uh, My immune system was wiped out literally by the chemo. That's not usual, but it happened. And I decided that I had to do more with my life than just work. Um, I'm a nurse and I own a case management company. And when Alice came to speak with the uh, group of, of breast cancer survivors, I, I was 65 years old at that point, three years ago, and I thought this is maybe what I need in my life uh, right now. It was just good timing. Mm-hmm. So I joined, and I loved it, and I found um, that it did bring back wonderful childhood memories of singing in church uh, with my family, and I was very comfortable.
0: And it's kind of a new family that you're forming, isn't it, with the choir? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I mean, I don't think there's anything better in healing than coming together, either with people who have gone through it themselves or just people that, as you say, have decided uh, that they're going to embrace life, see life differently, right. um, understand the gift of life and that it's to be lived in the now every moment of the day and coming together with people that are on that same plane and see the same exuberance of life. I can imagine that it will be quite a high um, when you all come together. It yeah, actually
2: is that. That's how you feel. Um, I used to be very athletic and I used to run, and, and you get what you call a, a runner's high, which is endorphins, and I get the same exact feeling from singing. Um, so it's a wonderful experience, and, and the camaraderie is terrific with this group. Like none I've ever seen in a support group.
0: Right. Uh, I mean, of course, we have Alice and her exuberance that precedes her. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, and you you can understand where that all comes from. Even if somebody's having a tough day, it's you know yes. uh, you know hugs all around and let's have a song and that will lift everybody up. So.
2: Right, and and we actually get together socially on our own, and we sing when we're together. If we're outside, we sing songs and. And do rounds and and just laugh a lot and and enjoy life. That's what we're doing.
0: And I think, uh, you know, whether it's the choir or whatever anybody does in that, you know, discovery of self, it's discovering that life's meant to be lived. It's meant to be participated in. Too many people live for tomorrow. And then all of a sudden that tomorrow isn't promised anymore. And they're wondering what the hell to do with their today because they've put it off for tomorrow and life is the gift of the present and we really do need to participate it in today and you know you're a nurse so you're all about caring for someone else and that uh, generally the caregivers are the last people to help themselves um, oh,
2: you're absolutely right. So, you know, yeah. it's
0: it's that permission then to give yourself to be the participant and the receiver. Um, and, you know, a whole different kind of mindset around there. But Alice, as you said, um, when we are willing, no matter what age, to learn new skills and just get out there as the beautiful Nike says, just do it. Um, you know, we, we discover those things about about ourselves that we never knew were there. Um, you know, different arts about ourselves you know different beauty about ourselves and there's something about maturity that when you bring that to the table you know it, it just makes whatever you're discovering so much more meaningful
1: and you, and you made a, an interesting point about the caregivers because the other unique quality about this particular support group is that it is open to caregivers. We actually, they're actually encouraged, families, friends, anyone that's lived in the same household with somebody going through this trauma. They may not have the physical symptoms, but believe me, they're yeah. emotional psychologically impacted in a very, very sp- profound way. So this is also open uh, to, to those people as well. No men just yet. We're still heroines, no heroes. You're but right. <laughs> but we, do, we, we do include everybody because this is a, a support group where you're actually not allowed to talk about your stints and your this and your that. If you want to do it, you do it outside of the room. As soon as you walk into that room, you're there as a woman ready to learn to sing and to express yourself through your voice. And we try to really, really focus, as you say, very aptly on celebrating life. Mm -hmm. They can use their other support groups for that, because I'm not denying that those things are are important to the process, but I'm hoping that eventually you get to that point where you want to be with like-minded people that are very proactive about getting to the next level and really fulfilling all their potential. In this lifetime,
0: <laughs> and the thing is, is that you know it's it's proven over and over again. What you feed grows, and if mm-hmm. you're going to feed, you know, the illness, the misery, um, you know, the woe is me, you know, then that's going to grow. But if you feed your possibilities, and um, you know, the discoveries that are still to be had, you know, the wonderment of your own existence and the glory of life, you know, you can't help but attract and raise that vibration and kind of start seeing things on such a higher level that. Why would you want to look back?
1: Absolutely. And and, and you're speaking as a conscious person with very sound philosophy. But you have to understand we live in a society Mm -hmm. where that, particularly where I am, I'm living in, in, in South Miami, where that's not necessarily prevalent. So what, So I'm doing something which is, you know, unique down here, but not actually unique. If you go to L.A. or or New York, you'll see a lot of these modalities in place within, you know, large uh, um, uh, health systems, within hospitals, that sort of thing. It's just just very slightly now coming coming to South Florida. Um, So this idea of proven, you know, results, which is what we're looking at now, which is what's allowing me to do this right now, because I felt like this forever. And I know so many people that feel this way, but I have to be able to say, yes, this is proven to do abcde. You know, I have to be strategic in how I, how I deliver this because although it makes sense as I mentioned, you know, heart to heart mind to mind in terms of its philosophical base, you know, people want to know that this strategy is going to produce that effect. So there so it we it has the scientific support is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. And you know, I think anybody you measure um, You know, I mean, never mind the the well-being of how they're feeling, but anybody that you actually do um, measure, however you you can physically measure, um, somebody, you know, embracing life, somebody having something in life that is worth living for, you know, it just shows in their body, the healing. Um, They heal so much faster. um, They don't get sick anywhere near as as much as they did before if if at all um you know they discover they can do things physically that maybe they couldn't do that anymore but now they can do this um Absolutely. and it's it's you know i think it's something that when people are willing to step out of that you know which i don't i can't i you know i have my own health issues here and it's um sometimes you're actually stepping out of your dis- discomfort zone Rather than comfort zone, right? right. And it's uh, you know, okay. There's the pain today, but I've got to step out of that and go and do something that brings me joy. Otherwise, the pain's going to rule. So we okay. really have to find something that has a, a louder voice,
1: right? And even though the, the the crux of the of the support group is to teach the art of choral singing, we start every single session with meditation. And Qigong exercises, Qigong being uh, the art of breathing, basically, yes. which obviously, you know, supports the diaphragmic breath that you use for for singing. But when you look at it on, uh, you know, ph- ph- physiologically, you know, that's where all the important nutrient exchange is going on, down there in your lower belly. Yeah. So there, it's, it's about also developing an awareness of body. So these very, very simple, you know, non-invasive, non-impact exercises that we start with you know some women are actually taking home and um and using and getting great results because i mean these are ancient systems from china thousands of years old that are again proven you know harvard went out and proved them so now they're okay
0: (laughs) the uh, fact that they've uh, been around for thousands of years before they proved them yes
1: (laughs) we call her Amazonia. that's her heroin name and she suffered with um Insomnia for years, you know, and she started doing this, 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 qi, these qigong exercises, and she sleeps through the night now. That's very profound because obviously sleep, you know, deprivation has a whole another host of issues yes. that go along with it. So, so it's not just the singing; it is this this wonderful art of qigong, the meditation to gain control over the mind, which obviously everything starts from the mind. And if you're constantly chattering and you have that internal dialogue saying no while you're trying to do yes, you know, you come out with a mediocre you know results yes. so the point is to try to get everything moving in the same direction and that takes practice when training like anything
0: and you know the whole thing about qigong uh, you know like tai chi and everything it's about energy flow um Absolutely. you know if that the healing of our body very often um issues in our body is what we call block chi blocked energy and mm-hmm. when you allow that flow of energy to flow throughout your body and connect with the universe and come back in you're always being energized with that flow and you don't get those blockages that invite things like cancer and other issues um, yeah. so it's very very important whether you are sick or not sick to actually look at something you know like as you say qigong uh, gong and, and tai chi are very right. uh, non evasive movements they're all about fluidity so yeah. Even if you are in pain it's something you can do and the more you do it, it, the easier it gets.
1: Uh, as and as, it's, as it's swimming too.
0: It's,
1: it's actually proven, again with these research studies, that cancer cells cannot live in a highly oxygenated yes. environment.
0: Exactly. Hello. Yeah, exactly. So
1: I don't know why people it's it's the simplest thing, but you know, I, I, I feel that um you know we we're we're disempowered in terms of you know the, the medical industry now I'm certainly not saying anything opposed to it. It has its place and it has its time. but I think you know it's easier for a person to go to someone in a white coat and say, "Fix me," yeah, as opposed to you know trying to really take full responsibility for our lives, which is no easy task, no. you know we're all yeah, I mean myself i'm fifty five years old, I'm still working on it. You know, um, Six so days
0: still working. Yes. <laughs> you
1: know, and, and As we should be till the day we die. Yeah. You know, as long as you have Don't the opportunity complacent. to breathe, you have the opportunity to transform.
0: Yeah, exactly. And complacency is something we cannot afford in our lives. It's a disease. Yes. It's a disaster yeah. as stagnation is. Um, you know, life is is fluidity. If you look at energy, uh, it's never designed to be stagnant. It's designed to constantly have a purpose. Um, it's meant to energize to cause things to to flow cause things to grow cause things to move and you know we are made up of energy um, everything around us every cell within us and if we don't use it we do lose it and that's not just our bodies but that's our minds as well so I imagine that with the choir never mind the fact you know the physical, uh, the camaraderie. You know discovering a voice that you maybe didn't have. But I'm, you know, from that mental aspect um, of, you know, kind of hone tuning on a, on a new craft. Um, you know, pushing yourself out even further, overcoming the stage fright, uh, doing something you never would have dreamt of doing in your life. It's it's a really good mental thing as well.
1: Unquestionably, it's very it strengthens you, and they do terribly stage fright (laughs) (laughs)
2: it's (laughs) adorable
1: it's so so cute but the but the smiles and the sense of gratification when they're done oh my god nothing can compare to that nothing can compare to that and you know as
0: far as i'm concerned as a participant you know watching something like this i'm not expecting to have you know a choir come out with the you know the most perfect harmonics uh harmonies that you know have been Honed in all their lives. If I see people that are totally engaged and immersed in what they're doing and having fun, whether one voice is off key or not, you are drawn into the exuberance of of life and energy and what it means. That's what you really are celebrating there. You know, if you're going to the choir to look for it to be, you know, the symphony don't <laughs> you go it's there not, yeah, that's to celebrate life
1: you know? Absolutely. and i mean the, and that's what yeah. makes every, every single performance we've done a success because we've even had shows where there's like two people in the audience, we, that happened to us recently. And it, we still had such a blast. It was so much fun. And we grew. And everybody was smiling and felt, you know, the, 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 the great sense of accomplishment. So that's success. Yes, you know, it is. I mean, yes, that we get to go out and entertain these participants. And they're looking at us. And they're singing along. And they're hugging us. And they're crying. <laughs> and, and that's all well and good. And we love that. And that pretty much happens every time <laughs> as well. You know, but no matter, even after our, our, our practice session, you know i always you know a lot of times trust me sunday is my only day that i'm not in the office and the last thing i do is drive an hour and a half to and i'm I'm grumbling yeah. on the way down once i'm there i'm like oh this is great i'm so glad i did that
0: it's soul food yeah it's soul food you <laughs> <Yeah. got> it. <laughs> so marilyn as, a, as a, a nurse um you know you know how important it is yeah you get the right medication the bed rest the right doctor catching something in the right time you know when everything's right it's perfect but um you know yourself that when people engage in joy, engage in positive thinking, engage in the possibilities, that they recover a great deal faster.
2: Absolutely. Yes, I've seen that many times in in my nursing career, and I use that with my I, I'm mm-hmm. the field of rehabilitation, getting people from on the job injury back to work or whatever the highest level they can become. And very often, they can't go back maybe to construction, but if they always wanted to learn to play the piano, the recuperation time can be sent uh, that direction so that people are uh, feeling like there's more than just going to work there's there's yeah. a creative side of everyone and i think it's one of those things that taps into the joy that you're talking about
0: mm-hmm. and certainly you know the the healing process i mean we do know and yes i'm sure harvard has proved that too um, you know yeah. uh, that when you have joy around it it elevates uh the uh, you know the entire energy the you know the endorphins everything um and as you said before cancer cells and all forms of illnesses cannot survive in a body that's thriving you know in a body that's riding high on good vibrations so you know coming together and and choosing to live in joy or doing something that really fulfills your heart and your soul um is is an incredible healing um it's the best
1: medicine there's no question Uh it's the best medicine
2: Mm.
0: yeah I've interviewed so many people that have walked away from big careers, you know, and, and big, you know, incomes to go with it. Um, and to discover something about themselves through their self discovery, um, you know, that all of a sudden they're an artist or they're a writer or they're a musician, um, or they're, you know, they're a spokesperson. Whereas before, you know, they never used to speak to their neighbor. And now they're standing up in front of people, you know, and it's it, personally for me, from me, from, you know, I'm, I'm a very, very lucky person because I get to interview people like you guys who are embracing your life, you know, no matter what adversity you've been given, no matter what plate of food you were given that you decided you didn't like, you know, you've gone out and created your own dishes and, um, and you're out there celebrating and living life. And it is such a joy to see this because it gives one such hope for the planet, for each other. And the emphasis today isn't just going out and working a job just nine to five to make some money or just because you can do it. It's finding something that you love to do and making it kind of work with you so that you can actually live a life where you truly and utterly are participating in it with such joy and exuberance every day. Yeah.
2: You're here. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Absolutely.
0: Um, I think, and also, um, certainly, Marilyn, you will see this, is that an awful lot of people get sick in the first place because they're so switched off and discontented with life.
2: Oh, I, I totally agree with that. And um, and that puts all of us, um, originally, when we're diagnosed with cancer, it goes with a great deal of guilt, feeling that, you know, I had something to do with this horrid uh sensor cell taking over my body so then immediately before you have time to even process that you're involved in these myriad of medical treatments and they're very very rough and you come out at the end just feeling like you've lost yourself it's mm-hmm. somewhere else and I've had many many other patients tell me that you don't feel like yourself anymore
0: Yes, and, you know, I mean, Western medicine, as you said, it has its place. I'm always into, you know, the other medicines that have been around for thousands of years um, and that I think in in partnership with Western medicine could, you know, have the healing um, go so much faster, whether it be cancer or no matter what it is. There is no one over the other. It should be a marriage. It should be burning together. And I think that comes actually from, as you said, somebody surviving coming to join the choir I can't sing I've got stage fright I wouldn't know what to do but just doing it and getting up there and discovering they can and they love it you know that's taking responsibility for their own lives that's taking responsibility for their futures and I think before we get to that point we should do it Today, we should look at our lives today and say, what can I do that honors my existence here today? Um, what can I do to take responsibility for my own health? What can I do to take responsibility for my own thoughts, my own well-being, my own direction in life? And not wait for something, you know, catastrophic to happen to then right. redirect me.
1: And more often right. than not, it's, it's, more about, it's more of an issue of not necessarily acquiring something new, but letting go of old oh, things. Yeah. Yeah. That, that are toxic for your existence
0: yeah an old coat that's worn out and smelly and you know really isn't <laughs> serving it's not inviting anybody else because you stink you <laughs> get rid of that coat there's <laughs> such, such features of
1: habit you know you yes. do things on like automatic pilot and you know five six years go by and and suddenly you stop and you look over your shoulder and you're like, what the heck was I thinking? Yes. How, why was I doing that? You know. And it's those those moments, you know, those epiphanies, as you mentioned earlier, that you know can get you back on on, on the right track.
0: It sounds so like Marilyn's no, office is kind of you have to
1: transform right, your life exactly. completely.
0: It's, it's, it's honoring who you are, and sometimes you yeah. have to go on that self-discovery of who you are because you've been so conditioned to be, and you've lived it's your awesome. life so much by expectation. There was one woman uh, that I interviewed that knew she was going to get cancer. Everything about her life was cancerous, and when she yeah. finally got into the hospital and they said she had cancer, she had two weeks to live, she goes, yes, yes. Now I can let it go. I can let that die and start right. living. And it's a really bizarre thing, but it was—it's yeah. how she actually found life through actually kind of embracing death, you know, and just knowing she was going to get it. She manifested it, but um, yeah. It's,
1: that's mean, Actually, that's a very Buddhist kind of thing when you think about it, <laughs> yeah. because a lot of the yeah. Eastern religions do emphasize death, but not in the morbid way that we Westerners do. Yeah. It's more about, you know what, it's going to happen anyway. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> know what I mean? And it's over your shoulder at any moment. No one is guaranteed a long, healthy life. And but in, in lieu of that, they use that perspective to invigorate the here and now. Yes. I'm, I'm a big fan of that.
0: Well, I mean, this is what we have. Right now, this moment, what we do, if you want good memories tomorrow, you've got to make them today right it's
1: um... you know if you have two jobs and you're raising four kids on your own and you're in survival mode this yes. is not necessarily something that's available to everyone I mean yes it's available but it's not necessarily realistic for the person who's in survival mode and so many of us are you know just trying to get from paycheck to paycheck so this almost seems like even though it's our human right to be happy and to be healthy yeah. it almost seems like a pri- you know it's a privilege if you're allowed to be healthy and happy and that, that's all wrong
0: it is and also I think we need to go back to the village. You know, you've yeah. created a village here with a, with a choir, yeah. you know, where people can come together in support and love and, and embracement and respect of one another, you know, sharing that exuberance and that gift of life. We stopped being a village to ourselves. You know, um, I don't know who my neighbor is, or so I don't trust them, or I wouldn't do this. And so we bring all of this upon ourselves because we don't allow other people in, or we're not in our own neighborhoods embracing people around us that we can all help one another we must bring that village mentality back
1: ideally yes but you know when you're when you're barely trusting your own choices in your own life how can you trust others you know and what's going on in our society is a very dismal picture sometimes so it is important that you make Extra concerted effort to seek it out because it does exist. I yes. know a lot of us feel, oh, we're this minority. I really don't believe that. I don't think this planet could have survived this long if we were such a minority. We wouldn't have you know, been able to at
0: all. The history shows yeah. that completely. Um, I,
1: absolutely. Cyclical. It's cyclical.
0: I mean, Marilyn, you know, from, from your nursing thing, the people that get the support heal faster, right? To the people that just absolutely. try and do it all on their own.
2: And, and the family support is so vital to uh, people doing well and having positive outcomes.
0: Yeah, because, you know, we're not meant to be alone. Um, no. You know, if, if that was the case, we would have made ourselves, you know, just kill each other off until there's only one left. And <laughs> although we keep trying down that road. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I think you know, which is one, of, one of the reasons
1: why I keep the, 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 the choir free. So anyone. Yeah can join so there's really no obstacles we offer car cooling anything you yeah. need we'll go out of our way and we'll we'll make you a part of it if it's something you're seeking
0: yes now where yeah. where do you do these performances obviously you're you're in miami um it's, it's, it's
1: throughout the county um right. basically you know we we basically we support other organizations e- efforts agencies festivals events wherever there's a need uh entertainment. It doesn't have to be specifically breast cancer, although we are particularly active in Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which is October. And we do the really big festivals where there's 20 30,000 people. But we also do private functions. Um, we'll do anything that has to do with women's empowerment, health education, leadership, the kinds of topics that we're discussing today on your show, anything that is aligned with that. Because again, this is not exclusive to breast health. Right. This is exclusive to life health. Yes. You know, and have- so it's applicable to many things, and particularly for women. I have a particular drive that really is about, you know, making sure that women are empowered. I just think they're the best. Well, and you know, to- you
0: know, at the present moment. Um- you know what i'm finding kind of rather beautiful and and astounding is how many men now philanthropists um, you know creating foundations creating organizations to invest in women because they know that if we're going to heal this planet we have to empower the woman and it, it it is it is now the generation the era of women because we're going to bring back that equilibrium that's really been you know, completely um, off right. balance. And uh, the more yeah, you we would... don't create, we don't
1: create wars. Hello. Yes, exactly. Not, no. we, we'll just you have know? one big
0: choir around the world. There you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's important. It's about celebrating. You can't carry life within you and give birth to life and embrace death. Um, because for everything, that moment you have a child in your hands, it, it's all about their life.
1: And that's actually that's a little quick point I'd like to make on a personal note because prior to doing this, my whole life was entertainment. As I mentioned, I was raised a classical ballet dancer, which afforded me the opportunity to really tour the world and choreograph and direct. And I did that quite uh, effectively, quite successfully for a very long time. And I suddenly became pregnant uh, and I was like, well, I'm 29. This is probably a good time to be doing this. And I moved to. Now, this is a- okay. The first time I held a child was when that girl popped out of me and they <laughs> put her on my this is how I I had nothing to do with children. I didn't want a family. I didn't want to be married. I just wanted to live this wonderful entertainment, artistic, bohemian existence my whole life. So this put me in a very, very, very different place in my life. And that's when I started with Heroes Unite, which is my nonprofit agency dedicated to empowerment through the arts, initially working with terminally ill children. Because of my daughter's introduction into my life. And then I realized, well, I'm not raising this kid. This child is teaching me Mm -hmm. what the importance of living is, you know. So it really changed myself from a very egotistically self-centered kind of lifestyle, which is entertainment, which yeah. we understand, into something completely on the other side, which was filled with compassion and patience and tolerance. And the things obviously that I needed, which is why she came into my life, Clearly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and this just has become the platform for every program, every project, every event that I do to the agency needs to have that kind of temperament. You know, where it's very inclusive and it's very uh, – it's not about the money. It's really about helping people help themselves.
0: Exactly. It's all about the nurturing. Um, yep. You know, through that um, – you know, I always say if, if, if you really want a rich planet, invest in the people. And by, and by enriching each other, we are an incredibly enriched planet. and um, it's not about the money. Yes, we're human. We need the money. Everybody has the right to earn a good living. Uh, go and make a shitload of money. Go and be a billionaire. But what are you going to do with that money? How are you going to turn around and reinvest it back into society so that society can live into it and embrace its possibilities as, as well? So money isn't the evil. It's how money is used and uh, or misused. Um, but I think I'm definitely seeing now where it is about – People are the profit. So if you want to make profit in your business, invest in the people. Happy people, people that are being respected and valued uh, for who they are will always be loyal and contribute more and you, everybody, benefits. And we're beginning to see that switch in society now. Um, It can certainly go up a gear or two, but the the energy is definitely happening. We're, We're on the right road. We just need to kind of switch the volume up a bit.
1: I agree wholeheartedly
0: too i mean marilyn getting people back to work you know especially those that um you know oh you've been this all your life and you can't do this anymore um right i mean i used to be a dancer nothing professional back in my day i was the first go-go dancer in south africa um (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I used to teach used to teach go-go dancing and, and how to dance modern to people because they just didn't know how to do it over there um uh-huh. but you know I, I was in the arts and I was in the theater was brought up with a mother who was an actress a brother who's a writer um and you know physically I can't do any of that anymore I can't go down that road you know it's I think the The biggest thing we have is changing people's minds, isn't it? This is what you could do. But, you know, you are a huge book in your life. You're just going on to a new chapter now. And now it's time to kind of search for something else that you can do, that you can add, you know, to that repertoire. And don't get so stuck on what you used to be able to do. Embrace what you can do today within the realms of your own physicality, uh, you know, barriers or obstacles or challenges that you have today.
2: No, that's exactly what, what we do. And you're right. People um, get into a lifetime profession or a job, and that's the extent of uh, of their exploration. They don't think about things that they might like to try because, as we've just said, people are just day-to-day living paycheck to paycheck. I just heard an interesting radio show about Americans not taking vacations, and now the Europeans are very much into always going on vacations, and Americans yep. just don't.
0: Yep, and that's They're the reason that they to lose
2: their jobs. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: they get sick. Our val- our,
1: yeah, our value system is all upside down. Absolutely, right? Yeah, you know. Right. Yep. You know. Yeah, You know, it's, the, you know, the gold rules, unfortunately, you know, not the heart. Yes.
0: Well, and that's, it <laughs> and, is changing and we need to change it more. And that, the only way that's going to go is just to stand up and say, hey, you know, I ain't going to take it anymore. I'm going right. to place more value upon myself. I'm going to have that job that, you know, I'm going to say to my boss, no overtime. Um, yeah. You know, no, right. I cannot work through my holiday time. And, you know, the, the more that people do do that without the fear of losing their jobs, um, you, know, where, you know, what are they going to do? They're going to have to adjust.
1: That's, yeah, that's the evil, is the fear yeah. and the doubt. Da- yes. right. It's not money, as you mentioned. Yes. It's really the fear and the doubt. And and, and the fear of change. I'm not going to be good enough. I'm not going to be able to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Before you've even tried, yes. you know, we conducted mm-hmm. an a interview for one of the participants in, a, in an upcoming event, Art for Healing, that we're doing. And this gentleman, John, is a, is a quadriplegic. And the last thing he thought he would ever be doing is dancing. Mm -hmm. Guess what he's doing full time now? He's dancing. Well, did you see Dancing with the Stars? No, he's he's in a mixed ability dance group.
0: No, but did you see? Did you see Dancing with the Stars? The the one participant there's a soldier, no arm, no leg.
1: Ah, and he made it to made it to number three,
0: right? Beautiful, right? This is what I'm talking
1: about. And that's such, a, such a, an amazing example of that. It's very inspiring. You know. So if you have somebody with that kind of disability, imagine what a healthy-minded, healthy-bodied person can accomplish. You exactly.
0: Know? Exactly. Um, we've got to stop being our own barrier. We have to stop pointing fingers. Most certainly, we've got to stop having this dialogue with, I can't. I'm not right. worthy. I'm just one person. What difference can I make? It starts with you. When you empower you, you're beginning to empower your environment, empower your environment, you're empowering your community, and so on and so on. If everybody took that ownership of our own happiness, we, you know, we wouldn't be so collectively miserable.
1: I agree. <laughs> and, if, and, and even to take that in, in another direction, but at, the, at accomplishing the same goal, whenever I'm a little down, or things are not going well, or you know, you have those moments because life is is that way. It's up and down. It's like a roller coaster ride, and and that's fine. But what I, what I find gets me out of it the quickest is helping somebody else. Absolutely. Because the minute that you shine light in somebody else's situation, it puts your stuff in perspective. Because generally, their stuff is always worse. Yes. <laughs> At least the people that I. Right. I de- you know, and through that compassionate action, you've immediately elevated your life condition. So that problem that you were harping on before suddenly is a lot smaller, and that's a, that's and that's a good way to get started on that path. So if you cannot do it for yourself, get involved in a group that at least is reaching out and helping other people. So at least you're in that similar environment that inve- eventually will hope will infect your own personal way of doing things.
0: I mean, it, it's you know, when you help other people when you you know for you you get somebody comes into the choir uh you know i can't sing i must get you know i'm afraid to get on the stage or oh, i could never do this and then suddenly you see them let let it all go that cape is flowing the voice is coming out of them you know and it's it is so absolutely you know i've been a spiritual um, um a spiritual counselor for most of my life and when you mm-hmm. finally see somebody have that breakthrough that aha moment. And yes, I can. And yes, I will. It is so absolutely wonderful. And yes, it can be rather painful getting them to that point. But when you suddenly see those wings start to come out and they Mm -hmm. believe they can fly. Oh my goodness. You know, it's, it's a wonderful wonderful. feeling.
1: It is wonderful. And that's why having the women that come in who don't sing is so important. We've had a few, remember Marilyn, we've had a few actual professional singers come in and out. They were out so quick. I'll tell you, they right. were just didn't have the patience, and and they were talking in you know, all this this you know very intense music theory to the director, and everybody <laughs> else was like, what you know, and they just right. didn't fit in. They right. were so concerned about the voice, and that was that's not our concern. Yeah, our concern is is the things that we're discussing today. So you know, to to get then that's why I was always concerned about these very disadvantaged populations. You know, from the schools, I would be like, send me your worst kid. Because that's the kid that I'm gonna be gonna be able to measure from zero to a hundred. If you send me somebody that's already at seventy five percent, the progress isn't gonna be that amazing. Yeah. You know, It's still helpful, but it's much more different when you have somebody who's completely clueless and then involving them in all of this knowledge and inspiration and wisdom. And wow, like you say, they literally spread wings and fly. It's amazing.
0: If you remember the old movie Fame, you know, taking people from the street and then giving them a voice, you know, embracing their talent. You know, uh, the TV show Glee has done that for this generation. Um, And, you know, the whole thing is what we're we're really learning, which unfortunately the, the industries and schools are cutting out of because they're ignorant um, is that we need the arts because if we can't express ourselves we repress ourselves so we die we die it's it's die. the very food for the heart the soul the spirit the creativity those that are able to express themselves through whatever medium of art are such creative people that have all the answers that we need to life's problems we need to encourage them and set them free and guide them not suppress them
1: mm-hmm. yeah I was li- I was just listening to Deepak Chopra the other day and he was saying it's the artists that are going to save us yes absolutely that's <laughs> so yeah. right in line with that and it's like okay yeah absolutely I agree
0: well they're the they're the voice they're the expression they're the answers the, the vision. Yeah, absolutely and uh, they're I'm, the human
1: component of our humanity yes
0: yes um, you know I have yeah. a daughter who's a who's an artist in a very different type of way and you know, I had somebody say, well, she should go to art school and learn how to do this. And I said, no, she is, her art is an expression of today's society, of, you know, of her youth and how she sees things. And so uh, I um, uh, started a site called Art Psycho Expressions because that's really what it is. It's the psychotic art of how she right. sees life, but also how we can blossom from that or how we can answer within ourselves. You know, why why do we have TV? Why do we have dance studios? Why do we love to go to a performance? we do it because it uplifts us it gives us answers it sets us free um it it makes us come out with thought if we didn't have any of these arts where the hell would we be
1: oh back in the caves you know <laughs> yeah
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> And out and probably a, a very you know dying society that lives a very short period of time as it as it mm-hmm. used to be so as it
1: used to be exactly mm-hmm.
0: so marilyn i'm coming back to you with the uh, your very busy uh business of um you know finding new work new job and new meaning for people um is this something yes. that is you know has become your
2: passion well yes absolutely the heroine choir is my passion and all day long I'm taking care of um, people's medical conditions and trying to find them the right medical care. I do a lot of critical thinking as a case manager. And the expression of, of singing is sort of the polar opposite of what I do all day. Mm-hmm. And I have um, immensely enjoyed this new passion. Yeah. And I've also found... Uh, it's not just the singing since cancer. I've enjoyed more in the area of photography, which is seeing life through my own eyes, mm-hmm. and um, and and other things that are are more artistic expressions, which I never did before.
0: Yeah. So, as so you yes, said...
2: I would say it, it has been a passion. It's set
0: you free. Um, which... It has
2: set me free. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've shared, um, sorry about the plaques I've shared the um, experience with many of the women who I've mentored through their breast cancer. Um, quite a few of the other choir members um, have been unsure about doing it and wanting to give up their free time. And then they, um, in turn, discovered the same thing I have discovered.
0: I mean, there's something actually quite, you know, wonderful about just something something new. Um, you know, I am 60. I started doing these radio shows uh, four years ago. You know, two years I've had my own station. Now, of course, new name, Self-Discovery Radio, um, a new direction that we're going in um, and, you know, as far as I'm concerned, as long as I'm engaged in life, and there's always something new to learn, uh, you know, about myself, about other people, um, there's a reason to live. Uh, if there right. wasn't a purpose in my life, what would I what would I be serving here?
2: Well, I see that with breast cancer patients, quite honestly. Um, quite a few of the um, triple negative breast cancer patients do not survive. That's that's the um, largest group when you hear women have passed away, it usually is from metastasis from the triple negative. And um, when I look at those same people, many of them are like sheep. They go into the medical arena and they're just directed to do things. They they don't even think anymore. They just want to know. And they have no input into their own medical care. Mm. Um, some of them become hung up on things like, oh, I'm going to get a free boob job. That's quite frequent that I hear, especially in Miami.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> and breast cancer is not a <laughs> ticket to a boob job. I mean, yeah. really, this is one of my things yeah. that I see women doing this. And why? This is that you don't need a boob job. You can keep your breasts and, and still live. Yeah. So there's quite a few misconceptions going on in the medical uh, care and in the aspect of, you know, what am I going to do? I have choices. Mm-hmm. Um, many of the women make very uh, bizarre choices. For instance, DCIS is, ductal carcinoma in situ. That's not cancer. But if a woman chooses to have bilateral mastectomy, the current uh, healthcare agenda is whatever the woman chooses. So you're amputating a part of your body, which is very prone to get infection. So I see this side of of medical care also as what are we doing here? Yeah. You know, and doctors will go right along with it, uh, whatever you know whatever the woman wants is what the current thinking is now yeah and
0: and, which is ridiculous because we don't have enough information on that um on the other side of it is um i had a woman who who got rid of the cancer in her body by using an old uh, native indian process um she took Mm -hmm. out 18 tumors out of her body uh went back to the doctor and the doctor said well maybe but i'm still going to cut your breast off um Mm, you know, we need wow. to we need to own our own bodies and work with yeah. the doctors. The doctors don't own our bodies. And uh, <laughs> um, this whole thing about cutting things off and cutting things out, you know, before there's mm-hmm. even a problem. Um, you yeah. know, how about boosting the immune system, oxygenating the right. immune system? How about living a happy, meaningful, purposeful life? And then you're probably not inviting the disease anywhere along the line anyway.
2: No, absolutely. And mentioning the immune system, my immune system was very substandard when I got cancer, which is what cancer's all about. Yeah. So when I got that first dose-dense chemo, that just wiped it out. And I have, for 10 years, have fought to bring my immune system back. Over the past three years since I've been in the choir, my immune system has gradually started to edge up to almost normal, I'm not quite there and I may never be there because it wasn't normal to begin with. Right. So I totally agree. And the immune therapies are the ones that are now coming into being. And they think this is the answer.
0: Exactly. And <laughs> but it's not just physical um you know, it's not just what you put in your or on your body, um, you know, on your immune system that way. Um participating in life, finding something that gives you meaning and joy and purpose, Um, being able to express yourself is a huge immune builder because that's what we're meant to be. Right, Alice?
1: I agree wholeheartedly. And actually my day job, um, I own actually a Chinese art school. With my husband who's a master of these arts for over 40 years so we have a slew of oncology patients Parkinson's Alzheimer's people riddled with all sorts of things who've come to the end of their rope with Western medicine and I cannot tell you the amount of lives we have saved and yeah I can say that straight out right. lives that things and i can also tell you a a lot of the scared students who went down and i'm not saying this is for everyone i'm just talking about my personal experience who did go down the western route and allowed themselves to be cut and medicated and medicated and medicated and didn't make it well the the,
0: the same woman i was just telling you about took out the 18 tumors um her brother was a co-owner of the lakers he went with the what best medicine they could buy Mm -hmm. and he's no longer with us Mm -hmm. you know i'm Uh, I was married to a Chinese uh, gentleman as well. And I I had to contribute a lot of my... Because I was a very sickly person. I have Mm. been all my life. And I had to contribute a lot of my... um, you know re-embracement of health to you know the the chinese medicines and the chinese therapies and just the whole philosophy behind that so we have to embrace those things that have been around for thousands of years um because you know we've got to stop giving all the power to doctors who are just practicing medicine and don't know it all and the doctors whoops we've lost somebody um, doctors in turn need to actually embrace those medicines that, and other techniques that have been there for thousands of years and work together. But it does come into taking that ownership of self too, isn't it? I don't know it all. I need to seek it out. I need to find somebody who can help me. And not, as you say, Marilyn, just come blindly into it and just get the radiation and do nothing to right. enable their own um, well-being and their own health.
2: Yeah. No, there's many, many women I see that are exactly like that. They don't even know what type of cancer they have, and that and the cancers vary greatly. Um, and they don't read, they don't research. They just are being shuffled. They listen to other women often, and they have a, a fallacy about thinking just take off both breasts. That mm. the the statistics are in on that, by the way. There's a 1% better chance of survival if you do not do mastectomy. But people don't want to hear that because of all these other issues going on in their mind. Um, There's even a type of surgery that takes fat out of your stomach to tunnel up to your breast. That's the free tummy tuck. That is not easy surgery. Um, and many of these women get infections because hospitals are, are not clean places. Yeah. They go in thinking that they're going to get this free tummy tuck and a couple of them have come close to dying because of these infections. So you know that's another whole realm of yeah, no this, I mean uh, you know
0: when it comes to it we, we you know we've really got to find a uh, what's our reason for living what makes us smile what makes us purposeful what elevates our whole immune system um, what can nice. I investigate that you know uh, the answer is not here the answer somewhere else we've got to stop being sheeple and we've got to start being proactive and uh, you know find something that means something to us and participate in it um because no you know not everybody wants to sing or dance, but there's just so many different variations of arts, of a way of expressing yourself, and it's finding what that is um, that's really going that to enable- if, if I may
1: interject just briefly, we have a very large um, hospital system here called Jackson. Um, they have a huge cancer cancer center, and within that cancer center – they have just, literally just five months ago, hired their first musical therapist, mm. uh, who the, who the, the admi- admi- administrator for that department has been trying to shove down their throats for two years, just did it, and her measurable outcomes are so stellar, they're like kicking themselves, why didn't we do this exactly. before? Exactly, exactly. It's, it's amazing. And this particular woman, actually, uh, this musical therapist, Dr. Uh, Marlene Rodriguez-Wolf, is going to be speaking at our event as well.
0: Right. Well, now now let's get to that. Marilyn, I'm going to go to you first. Um, would you okay. please uh, let everybody know you know, how they can get a hold of you and your organization and what you're doing?
2: Okay. Um, my um, business is uh, Rehab Case Management, and you want um, the webpage? Yes, give
0: the webpage and how okay. people can get a hold of you.
2: All right. RehabCaseMGT.com. And the uh, phone number in Miami is 305-255-0920.
0: Excellent. So um, that's how you can get hold of Marilyn if you're in Miami, and she can help you uh, redirect your life to something that's really more meaningful and purpose- purposeful, and also just tell you exactly what the choir has done for her and, you know, kind of th- uh, what she's learned and, and how to embrace life again. So, you know, get hold of Marilyn that way. Now, I know it's going to take a little longer to get along what um, Alice does here because it's, uh, you know, a... Uh, Television broadcasts and commercials, music video, live stage, uh, you know, feature, feature film, and, or, and running this organization, um, Heroes Unite, and also working with her husband. So break it down for us, Alice, <laughs> on uh, the various departments and how people can get hold of you for what.
1: Well, you know, my main interest with this show is, to, you know, is to support this concept of better living. So I'll just talk about my nonprofit agency, which is Heroes Unite. Uh, the URL is just Heroes Unite, and we are a org. And yes, Heroes is spelt with two E's, it is not a sandwich. So <laughs> also, If you wanted to communicate with me, it's just info at heroesunite.org. And we've been, you know, providing services for Miami for the past 25 years, anywhere from terminally ill children to HIV people to disadvantaged. Uh, disenfranchised populations through a, all through the arts all empowerment through the arts You know, my background in theater was my ticket, my opportunity to transform my life and fortunately I took that ride and this is just really my reply to my community it's like you know what, you can do it too and we're a grassroots agency and I deliberately keep it that way because I'm really interested in direct services I see a lot of these million dollar grants going to research that really doesn't do anything, I'm sorry to be so honest, but sleep. You know, give me $2 million and watch what I can do. You'll, you, It'll be incredible. So, uh, yes. you know, and I've been involved in that. I sit on panels and I, you know, so, I, so I'm not talking just because I'm a resentful small business owner. I really have my fingers in what's going on in Miami. These kinds of pro- projects are really, really important and valuable. So as, as you say, Sarah, you know, to empower the individual is to empower the community is to empower the world. And that's definitively what we need. So one of the things that we're, may I talk about? Our event, please do, please do. Okay, so we're we're always singing. Okay, so um, arts for healing is basically fusing the medical and arts community, which are complementary. We're not just giving you know PowerPoint lectures as to how this works and how that works. This is actually interactive. There will be performers. There is. As- we have a stability dance group uh, from the Karen Peterson dancers. The heroines choir, of course, will be singing. We have an art therapist, a music therapist, and a Chinese art master who will be talking about Qigong and Tai Chi. Well, all performances are being uh, 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 enacted on stage. So the idea is that we bring the medical professionals into a theater environment, which they're not normally accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Usually they're used to these very antiseptic white rooms with you know, bright fluorescent lights and this sort of thing. But there's something about theater that really pulls on the heart, that really communicates at a very base foundational emotional level, which is why I wanted to create this relatively unique um, kind of performance slash conference, as I'm calling it, Arts for Healing, which is going to be uh, from 6 to 7.30 p.m., at the Miami Dade uh, Auditorium at the Wolfson Campus, it's in the main auditorium up on the second floor of the building one, and it'll be from six mentioned to seven thirty, and it's absolutely free. Everything through my agency is a. Is a Offered free so that we can get the most response, so that we can educate the most amount of people. They will be available for question and answers. We're going to have a whole event going on in the lobby during intermission. Everything I do is really fun, interactive, very professionally run, very well organized. And of course, as always, donations are accepted right <laughs> the agency has run primarily on grants for the past 20 years but this new area where i'm crossing over medical and arts is kind of new so i'm having a lot of uh, rejections from the usual places that i get my monies from because it's kind of challenging to wrap their head around it because it is a uh, kind of new territory for them it doesn't mean it's any less valuable but they see it as a risk so um i'm always reaching out you know anything Five dollars, anything helps. You know, everybody that I work with are professionals so that they get paid, um, except myself, which is fine. It's it's not that kind of agency. And it's just going to be a lovely event. And hopefully it will be an inaugural one for many, many years to come, expanding each year, gaining momentum, reaching more people.
0: Educating more people, inviting more Uh people, and giving more answers to which people don't even know they have the question for yet.
1: Exactly, Sarah.
0: Excellent. And the date for that again is?
1: is Saturday, June
0: 13th. So it's right around the corner. Exactly. And, uh, you know, folks, again, it comes back to, you know, um, your own self-discovery, placing importance upon yourself, um, you know, valuing who you are and taking that path of, you know, ownership of self and decision making. So, you Mm -hmm. know, we, we need to know what we can do for ourselves so that we can participate in our communities. So these kind of events are something that can really show you your path. And um, for someone who wants to join the choir,
1: they can just go onto the website that I had mentioned earlier, heroesunite.org. You'll see an icon of this this comic book creature, wonderful, beautiful, powerful woman with her wristbands and her cape and her mask. (laughs) And that's the heroine's logo. And you just click on that and you'll have all, all the resources, all the MP3 files of the songs that we use, all of, you know, the application, the, the handouts, the the surveys, everything that we utilize are on that page. And what we're hoping to have happen over time is really to bring the heroine's Choir into various communities. So we eventually see the heroines Choir in New York, Heroin's Choir LA, Heroin's Choir did Exactly. So this, so that, Well, why not, you know, and then imagine a wonderful conference once a year where we all meet, all 500 of us, learning these songs simultaneously. Imagine the camaraderie. Imagine the eye candy. Imagine, just imagine the power of that. You know, these women that have regained their femininity, regained their, literally, their voice inside and out. It's powerful stuff yes. and, to, and, to, and to be experienced. And even if it's singing is the last thing on your mind, we've had some very unlikely candidates, believe you me, that are in there now and they are consistent and they are our core group and they are there every single Sunday.
0: Excellent. And, you know, it's, yes. that's what we want in life is just to know that – You know, we're here for a reason. We're seen, we're heard, we count, and we can participate in something. And, you know, you've given them a wonderful avenue for them to be all of that there.
1: Right. Absolutely. And they're never judged. You know, there's none of that. Uh, Everybody comes in as a clean sheet and everybody's loved and embraced. No matter how brave they are, I mean there are some that are I'm not going to lie to you it's a you know it's a very diverse group from all kinds of backgrounds. but once you get into that room, everybody is equal and and how often do you get to feel that
0: exactly and it's not no? about the voice, it's about the camaraderie mm-hmm. and the unitedism of of uh, one voice and how it can heal
1: right but we are on key. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's good to know
1: <laughs> group that are like learning they're not quite ready to present but we include them right. nonetheless
0: exactly yeah. because that's what it's all about <laughs> right um you know that camaraderie coming together because people have got to stop thinking they can do it all on themselves so you're meant to be yeah. part of a community uh, just find what that community is and so if you're in the miami area um, you know, please contact her at Heroes Unite. Join the choir. Um, you know, Just find out all the other wonderful things that they're doing. And uh, if, you know, if you are very secure and happy in your life, but you're looking to participate in something that is meaningful to you, I'm sure you have some great volunteering um, areas that people can participate in.
1: Oh, boy, do I. Yes, I do. There's a lot, you know, a lot of people that are not interested in singing, but they, they, they love the concept and they want to help. And I sure could use a lot of help. That's for darn sure. Yes, because it's been a one-woman show for quite some time.
0: Yes. And, you know, again, yeah. you're not meant to be <laughs> the one-woman show. And uh, in order to make it something that really benefits more people, then more people need to, get, to kind of step up and say, what can I do?
1: Yes, yeah, sharing. Sharing yes. is awesome. Sharing is great. I love it.
0: Well, you know, thank you so much. And thank you to Marilyn, who had to leave us a moment ago. Um, And thank you so much for starting this, you know, for empowering women in in such a way, you know, for being such an example as to what we can do when we come together and how empowering it is to everybody, not just in the group, but that here's the group um, and the extension that it then goes to their families, you know, that whole wonderful domino effect. So thank you very, very much.
1: No, thank you for having such a great radio show. It's a good news show, and there's not enough of them. And so, hurrah, and kudos to you. Uh,
0: thank you. There's always a problem, but we, you know, there's always a solution, and that's what I'm um, looking at. So,
1: Excellent.
0: Well, thanks, folks, and uh, you know, I hope that you've enjoyed our first show here on uh, Self-Discovery Radio. And you know, it is all about discovery yourself, which is always just a show away. Until next time, start off by being kind to yourself.